Hey, it's your host, Mark Santiago. I'm excited to introduce you to the next level of this podcast, Empowered AF 2.0. 2.0. In this next stage of Empowered AF, we're going to dive deeper into what it means to be an empowered man in his most advanced form. I'm talking healthy communication, healthy lifestyle, both physically and emotionally, and evolving into the man you've always wanted to be. So stick around and join me in this episode of Empowered AF 2.0. Hey, so if you're in marriage counseling, you're trying everything to win your marriage back, you're just trying to figure stuff out and nothing seems to be working, you're doing probably the wrong thing. So that's why I created my five-day challenge for men just like you who are on the cusp of separation or divorce. You're trying to figure stuff out. You don't know what to do. So look, in this five-day challenge, I'm going to help you gain clarity on what you need to be doing. I'm going to help you understand the pain that you're in and what you need to be doing about it, how to fix that. All of this in five days for just five bucks. That's right. Five-day challenge five bucks. That's it. Get in. Do it now. Don't wait any longer. Get in right now. Do the work. It's easy. Every day you're going to get assignments. Every day you're going to get an action step to take so that you're moving forward and you're going to stop the paralysis that you're in right now where you don't know what to do. You're stuck. All that other stuff. It comes to an end today. Jump in right now. Five bucks. That's all it costs. Jump in today. Let's see on the other side. All right, guys, we're going to go live here and talk about something that I deem is extremely, extremely important. And that is what I call the cost of free is freedom. The cost of free can be freedom. And that means that this idea that freedom is never free. So even though it's called freedom, the domain of free, it's never free. Um, we invest in things all the time. We invest in, uh, fishing. We invest in our homes. We invest in cars. We invest in our hobbies. We invest in things all of the time. We spend money on things. We get yelled at for spending money on things um, that are not free. And yet, for some reason, as men, we struggle with investing in ourselves, and not just financially, but in a lot of ways. So today, I'm going to break down for you a few things. I sent out an email the other day, and I wanted to basically take that email and expound on some things that I think are going to be beneficial to you. And before I get into that, I want to tell you the story uh, of recently this week. Um, you know, we're empowered man. We are happy with our growth and we are excited and we're thankful for the growth and the clients that we have. But we know that we are not done yet. We know that there are hundreds, thousands, millions of men that need this message, not just of how to stay married or how to be a better husband, but to become empowered in all of their decisions and everything that they do. And so with that, there is a cost. There is an investment that one must be, one must make. And so the other day I was, um, actually a couple of weeks ago, I started shopping around and, and saying, um, to my friends and, and community and saying, Hey, who knows of a good mastermind, uh, that I could be a part of that I could grow into again. I had been in one years before and, um, I remembered how beneficial it was to me. And with the point and the crux where we at in our business, uh, I decided I want to invest in, the business at a higher level than I've been investing thus far. You know, when I run advertising on Facebook, it's an investment. I'm putting forth the money and believing that I'm going to get a return on that. And we do every single month. And it's amazing. And so I wanted to take that investment to another notch. And so I went out and looked for other groups that could help uh, entrepreneurs, companies like ours, continue to grow towards uh, becoming a much bigger company with more impact, having a bigger team and being able to scale up and, and grow. And that's, that's the desire I have. And so 
I found a company. I did some research into them um, based on a, a bunch of friends of mine who were working with them already and saying, these guys are good. You need to talk to them. We get on the phone and, you know, we start sharing. I start sharing, hey, these are the needs I have. This is where I'm at with my team. This is where I'm at with the company. And this is what needs to grow. And he comes back and says, hey, these are all this. We can help you with this. We can help you with that. We can help you with this. We can help you with that. And at the end of it, I said, okay, so what's the investment? And he said, it's $30,000. And I said, okay, let's do it. So I just invested $30,000 the other day into Empowered Man. Why would I do that? Because to me, Empowered Man is good, but it's not great. And to me, I don't want to just be good. I don't want to just be okay. I want to be great at what we do. I want there to be impact in what we do. I want there to be investment that is returned tenfold, a hundredfold, a thousandfold, a millionfold, because we continue to invest in the company so that we can grow it and become more successful. I can be a better coach. I can hire better salespeople. I can hire better graphics people. I can hire better marketing people. I can do those things. I can grow operations in ways that I never thought possible because I decided to invest in the business. So when you think about that, I want you to know that every time we ask for an investment from you, number one, we already make that same investment ourselves. So, you know, investing 30,000 in my company is a small drop in the bucket for what I'm asking for you to invest in yourself. And that's because it's business, right? It's, it's a different type of investment. But the fact is that dropping $30,000 the other day was not a big deal to me. Uh, not because I don't value the money, but it's because I value the return. And I know that the return that that company is going to help us get is amazing. It's worth every dollar. So I want to talk about this idea of opportunity cost. And so it was costing me by not hiring these guys. It was costing me in revenue. It was costing me in time because I'm spending too much time doing things that I shouldn't be doing. It was costing me all kinds of stuff because of the opportunity cost. So an opportunity cost is literally the loss of potential gain from another alternative when one alternative is chosen. So if I continued to do what I was doing while it was good, I was losing out on potential growth because I was stuck with where I was at. I was stuck with the amount of work I was doing. I was stuck with the amount of time I was spending uh, on, on coaching or on sales calls or, or doing these Facebook lives because I didn't have a good process and a good system. And so I wanted to go out and hire somebody that could help me. And I invested in that, in that company to help us grow. So the alternative was to stay stuck where we at. And that's what we do. So what most guys are doing instead of, you know, investing in a company or something, they, you know, they basically read blogs, they watch videos, they come into some group, they beg their wife, they whine to her, they write her letters and buy her flowers. They ask her to come home. They beg, they beg, they beg. And they, or, or, or they just kind of go, well, I just won't do anything. And they'll just sit and they won't do anything. And they'll just hope that this problem goes away. They hope that she comes back to her senses. They hope that, you know, the divorce is finalized and they're still like struggling with it because they haven't gotten over the fact that there is a cost to freedom, that it doesn't, it, it is more than just free. So here's the thing is that if you want a big return, you know, if you've, if you've accumulated what I call trust debt in your relationship, or if you've accumulated trust debt in your life, you can't just fix that today. Like it, it is a process. It costs something. It's an investment. So there's an opportunity cost literally to your current situation. And I say, 
it's time to stop playing defense and start playing offense, right? So here's what that looks like. Defense is just kind of like, like doing the little things like, okay, well, if I go do this, she'll notice, right? One of my clients was talking about this the other day and he's like, well, you know, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. And I'm going to do this. And I'm going to do that. And it's like, but, but why are you doing those things? And he's like, well, you know, I, I hope she'll notice. And okay, well, what, what is the point of that? Well, so then maybe she'll, she'll, she'll like realize what she's missing. Like, bro, she already knows. She already thinks that you're not who she wants to be with. So by you doing it for her and for her sake, isn't going to help you. It's not going to give you the freedom that you're looking for. What it's going to do is bind you because you're then focusing on the wrong investment. You're investing in her instead of investing in you. Some of you have got to stop trying to invest in her and start investing in you. And what I mean by that is I'm not saying you be an asshole to her. I'm not saying you go be a dickhead to her and, and just, just not be nice to her. What I'm saying is, though, is that the investment that you're putting in is being wasted. It's being put in the wrong place. It's good to go work out. It's, go, it's good to go to the gym. It's good to get knowledge and read books and watch videos. It's good to do those things. But that help will only get you so far. So let's talk about this, this opportunity cost and your confidence. So what is a lack of confidence costing you right now? What is a lack of confidence costing you right now? How does it cost you in your business? Does it affect deal making? I see. I know we got some real estate guys in here. Is a lack of confidence affecting you there? Um, what about getting a raise? What about the power dynamic, your children? Do they end up walking all over you? Does your wife walk all over you? When you don't have confidence, what is it costing you? I know for me, a lack of confidence costs me in a lot of areas. A business area costs me in my relationships with my children, costs me in a lot of areas. And so by doing nothing about it, and thinking that, well, it'll just go away. I'll get my confidence back eventually. Or if I just kind of like psych myself up, I'll be confident. It's like, no, that's not where confidence comes from. Confidence comes from inspired action, inspired action that is powerful in its, in its core, in its very core. Because when we take that inspired action, we automatically breed confidence in ourselves. When we make empowered decisions, when we ask empowered questions, we automatically bring that to the table. What is the opportunity cost of your own power as a man? Let's think about that. How does your not having power cost you in your business? How does it, oh, I, I, I pushed these, I have, I have these questions back and forth, but, but what about, you know, the power dynamic with your children? What about the, the, what's happening there? You know, do you feel powerful around them? Do you feel confident around them? Do you feel powerful in life? If you don't feel powerful, what happens? You start to, you start to buckle to pressure. You start to, um, come to this place where you no longer have the strength to get up every day. You have, you no longer can tap into who you are as a man. And so when you show up, you're lacking this power. You're, you're lacking any kind of presence. It's one of the things we talk about in the program is the idea of presence is that when you are there, when you're, when you're present with people, do they feel your presence? Do they feel your power? Do they feel your masculinity? Does your wife feel that? Does your, do your children feel that? Because if they don't feel that, then there is a lack of power happening uh, in you. And then finally, there's an opportunity cost in your freedom. Okay, How does not being free cost you? Do you feel trapped in life? It can lead to depression, uneating, unhealthy eating, lack of production, cost your mental health. Lack of fulfillment in life, lack of fulfilling relationships, 
constant striving for things that don't fulfill you, can lead you to drugs, alcohol, affairs, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, because you are lacking in freedom. So the main three drivers there that we looked at, confidence, power, and freedom, there's an opportunity cost to every single facet of those. So let's talk about then how you can actually invest in yourself. And before you even spend money, right? There's, there's this thing, yes, investment does come with money, but before you get to money, this is what investment in yourself looks like. Number one, you begin with humility. I define humility by agreeing with the following statements. You don't have all the answers. None of us do. None of us have all the answers. But there's people out there that do have answers. And not only are there people out there that have answers, there's people out there who can help you find the answers within yourself. And that you realize there's nothing wrong with you because you don't know everything. When you come to that realization, that you realize there is nothing wrong with the fact that you don't know everything. That's powerful. It's very powerful because learning does not begin until you realize you don't have all the answers. There's no way someone can truly learn until they realize that they are lacking in the area of knowledge or wisdom in this particular vein. And so by you admitting and saying, hey, I don't know everything, that's a step of humility. It's powerful. You also realize there's nothing wrong with needing help. I need help. I need help before I start Empowered Man. I need help every day. I'm not great at everything. There's no way. It's impossible. That's why I hire coaches and consultants to help me. That's why I get people in my life around me to hold me accountable to things because I cannot do it by myself. And there's nothing wrong with that. You were not made to do this by yourself. You were not made to go through what you were going through by yourself. You were designed for community. You were designed for other men to be around you. That's why you joined this community. You joined it because you wanted to see what other people are going through. And you start to realize there's hundreds, thousands, millions of other guys that are going through exactly what you're going through. But you staying small and you hiding in the corner and just watching what other people are doing and not actually getting involved and asking questions and sharing your story. By you doing that, you are stealing from your future and you are stealing from the future of other people. Think about that. You are stealing from your future and you're stealing from the future of other people because it's an opportunity cost for you to play small. You, when you play small, when you play in the smaller story, other people, the future is missing out on you. And this world needs you. Your kids need you. Your wife needs you. Maybe your future spouse needs you. They don't need you playing small. Your kids don't need you playing small. They need you to stand up and stand strong and be an empowered man. Look, you ask for help and are willing to invest in that help, that means you're humble. And a man that can ask for help and willing to invest in that help says something about what he values. Because again, what you value, what you're willing to invest is more about how much you value yourself than anything. And if you're not willing to invest in yourself, what does that say about your value? I ask that question a lot of times when guys are keen on coming into our program and I'll say, hey, look, this, this is a great program and I think, it, I think it's a fit for you. But can you see yourself investing in yourself? Can you see yourself investing the time, the tears, the emotions, the money into this? And that's the question is the crux of all of this, right? Is because investing in ourselves is something that men just don't like to do, unless it's our toys, right? Maybe we like to buy our toy. Maybe we like to go buy our gun or a hunting thing or, or our, our, our truck or our Tesla or whatever it is that we want to buy, whatever it is that thing is, right? That's how we invest in ourselves. And those are fine. Those are great. I've had the toys. I love the toys. I, I invest in my house that way because I like having a nice house. 
But is that truly investing in your future? Is that really the investment that you want to make? Or is that just something that you do to mask the pain? Think about that for a second. Are the investments you're making for the purpose of growth or are they for masking the pain that you're dealing with? Number two, you make a decision to take action. So I define action by agreeing with the following. Taking imperfect action creates and inspires more action. More action. So by taking imperfect, messy action, you are going to create and inspire more action. Think about what that looks like. That looks like a guy going, you know what? I don't have all the answers. I don't know exactly what I'm supposed to do, but I'm going to do something. I am going to get some sort of help. I am going to do something. I'm going to write a letter. I'm going to do whatever. And that's, that's where a lot of us start out with. We, we take some sort of imperfect action and it's messy, but it inspires more action. That's why a lot of times if a guy says, I want to work with you, I say, well, what actions have you been taking? What have you actually been doing? And they're like, well, I haven't done anything. Okay. You're not ready for a call with me then. Because until you've actually taken imperfect action, there's no reason for you and I to get on a call. Because I know that you won't take the actions that I tell you to take because you're still stuck at stage one of the empowered man journey, which is, I don't know what actions to take and I'm just going to sit on my ass until I decide to actually do something and take some sort of action. Imperfect actions get you closer to your goal than inaction. So by doing something, reading blogs every day, starting a workout plan, doing whatever, that imperfect action, even though it's not rescuing your marriage, it's still helping you in some aspect. It's still making you healthy and it's still getting you closer to your goal of being an active person. And finally, action breeds confidence. This is key, very big key. One of the first things we do is we look at your five power zones when you come into our program. And those five power zones indicate to us where you are lacking power in the marriage or in your relationships or in your life period. And we look at these critically because these set the game plan for how we work together. And one of the things we do is we look for action steps we can take immediately to get a power zone back to us. Whether that's your home life, for example, a guy sleeping on the couch and saying, I don't want to sleep on the couch anymore. And we help him get back in his bed because we created an action plan for him to do it, gave him a script to do it, and then he does it and he gets in his bed. Guess what he has? His confidence. He gets his confidence back because that's what happens. All right, the final thing is investing in yourself is you follow a game plan. So I define a game plan by having by the following. A game plan is not guessing, okay? Most of you are guessing. Even my clients guess. And they're like, I think I should do this. What do you think? I'm like, okay, where does that fit within time, space, consistency? And then I coach them through the process. And I help them understand that this is not a guessing game. This isn't about just guessing and seeing what sticks. This is about looking at tried and true principles and having a game plan for going forward. So the game plan is, is put together by people who've been where you've been. Guys, I, I've been where you've been. Andrew's been where you've been. Our team has been where you've been. We've experienced just about everything that you are experiencing right now, if not more. Guy I was talking to this morning, he had a unique situation. And I explained to him like, bro, I, I went through that exact same thing in my marriage. I experienced exactly what you experienced. And I said, this is the pains you're feeling right now. Boom, boom, boom. But he's like, yeah, it's exactly what I'm feeling. So we understand that. So the game plan isn't just some theoretical textbook approach. It's not. It's based on real life real experiences from professionals who actually understand the pain and have built and designed systems to help you move through the pain. The other thing is this is look is, is having a map is cheaper than not having a map. It's cheaper to just buy the fucking map. 
right? Like, I don't know, back in the day, we actually had maps. Some of you young people are like, what is a map? Right? Before you had Google Maps, you had actual Rand McNally maps. If you wanted to drive cross country, you actually had to go to Walmart and buy a fucking $20 map book to get across the country. You couldn't pull it up on your phone because there was no phone, right? Unless you had GPS, which was super expensive at the time. And so even though you didn't want to spend the $20 on the map because you're like, well, I'm only going to be here for a certain period of time, it's cheaper to buy the map than to get lost on the way because you don't know where the fuck you're going. So stop trying to act like you know where you're going when you don't fucking know where you're going. What do men do? They never ask for directions because they don't want to be wrong because they're prideful as fuck. Stop doing that. Be humble. Make decision to take action and follow a game plan. I mean, look, at the end of the day, you can literally buy your confidence, power, and freedom back in as little as eight weeks. I mean, legitimately, you can buy those things back by investing, by looking at the opportunity cost saying, it is costing me more to stay where I'm at than it will be to invest my time, energy, and finances into a program that will get me to where I know I can get based upon the results I've seen with them, based on the things I'm hearing from them. I know that they understand exactly where I'm at and they know how to get me to where I want to be. They want to get me to that zone of confidence, power, and freedom in my relationship with my wife and or my relationship with my soon-to-be ex-wife. They, they can put me in a place that will set me up for future, set me up for freedom in the future, regardless of what happens with my marriage. Because again, this is what's happening is a lot of you will go, I need help. They get in the group. They start posting. They ask questions because the pressure is on. But then as soon as she comes back and, oh, everything's good. We had sex. Oh, it was wonderful. I don't need any help. I'm good, man. I'm good. Everything's great. Yep. I'm good. And then like six months later, it's like, oh, fuck, we're back to the same place. Or three years later, we're back to the same place because you're still doing the same shit you were doing in the first place because you stopped investing in yourself. It's no different. You know, uh, I think Sean's on here. Sean's a workout guy. And Sean could tell you this, you know, if you want to be in shape and stay healthy, you don't just hire a coach for eight weeks, get in shape, lose a bunch of weight, and then go back to doing what you were doing before. It makes no sense. So the reason you hire somebody to help you is so that you can get in shape, eat right, all of those things, develop good habits, and they keep you accountable until finally you're able to do that on your own. Or you hire an advanced coach to learn advanced techniques and get like ripped like him and, and look like that, right? Depends on what you want to do in your, in your life. Um, but you can literally like offset the cost of that. You can literally like decrease the amount of time it takes you to get there, to get those things back. You don't have to wait 20 years or have another failed marriage. I mean, shit, some of you are going to go through a divorce right now, not get any help. And then you're going to find yourself on Tinder, find some fuck girl, you fuck her. And then you're like, oh, she's my, she's my person now. And then you get married six months later. And two years later, you're back on our website going, I don't know what happened. I can't understand it. Because you're attracting the same bullshit in your life. You have no fucking boundaries. You can't communicate worth shit. You don't know how to take responsibility for anything. And you don't know who the fuck you are. So all of those things equate to a man who is not willing to invest in himself because there is a cost to freedom. There is a cost to free. There is a cost to free and it's freedom. It truly is. So look, you, you can sit here and, and, and continue to consume content or you can actually begin to take action. And we give you lots of actionable advice in here. We talk about the things you need to do. And even the things I just talked about in particular with, you know, the, the being humble and realizing that you can ask for help. You can do that right here in the group. 
Like you don't have to be in our, in our program to ask for help. You can come on here and talk about your story. Take action, dude. Like, I don't care if you're Joe Blow from Missouri or something. Just, just take action. Just, just post in the group and say, I got a question. This is what's happening, but form your question in a healthy way. That's, that actually can give you actionable advice. A lot of times the reason you guys don't get answers in here is because you don't actually ask a question. You just word vomit. You just bleh. Just word vomit all over the place. And you're like, I wonder why my wife doesn't like communicating with me. Because you don't know how to talk. You talk like a third grader. You just like throw shit out there and expect somebody to understand it. That's not how it works. So your language, how you do things, how you come to the table, all of that talks about the kind of investment you are. Like, I don't have the things I have. I'm not as successful as I am because I didn't invest. It's because I invested. And not just financially, but everything, time, emotions, all of those things are a result of who I decided to be one day. Where I said, you know what? I'm done living the way I've lived. I'm done being this guy that isn't an investor. I'm done, you know, thinking that my way is the best way. I need help. And I got help. And I asked for help. I got help from multiple mentors and multiple coaches and multiple people. And I invested in those people because I realized that I could not get where I want to get without investing my time, my emotions, and my money. Because that is what a true leader does. Can you imagine if the leaders in our country didn't invest in things? Like, what the fuck would we have? Yeah, obviously, not, nothing's perfect. But could you imagine if we didn't invest in technology? Could you imagine if we didn't invest in like, street signs and like, you know, what happens there, right? We're seeing it with the, you know, the defund the police movement. You know, people are looking at going, well, let's defund the police and invest somewhere else. So it's a divestiture of that. How's that going to affect things when you defund the police, when you take the investment from one area and put it into another area, right? But these are decisions that we have to make as leaders. You are a leader, regardless if you want to be or not, you are a leader in your home. If you're married, you have children, you're a fucking leader. You better act like it. Leaders invest. So what are you investing in today? Like, like seriously, like, are you just investing in six packs and cigarettes? Are you investing in a little weed? You investing in porn? You investing in Madden or Xbox or whatever the fuck you're investing in? Like, are those your investments? And you're going, well, I can't afford it. I can't, I can't do this. I don't have time for that. I just, I just can't, I'm just busy. I just, all these things, because you're not making your life, your wife and your children a priority because you'd rather invest in other shit. This is hard truth, but it's a hard truth that we all have to eat. I have to eat it. I have to eat it every day. I have to live with that every day. The consequences of my decisions, the consequences of what I invest in, if I don't invest properly in certain things, I'm gonna get an outcome that I don't want. I don't want that for you guys. That is my rant for you today. Hopefully you got something out of it. I'm out. Welcome to the Bourbon Moment. Join your host, M. Sizzle, J-Dub, and Mandrew as they sip on some bourbon and spit some truths. Welcome to the Bourbon Moment. So anyways, all right, so back to, so in my skinnier slash fatter days, doesn't matter which days, uh, more, more or less my younger days, I, if, and it's just kind of hard to see, if you imagine me with sunglasses on, aviator kind, Hair rolled back to the side, no beard. John Travolta. Dude, I could see it. I could see it. I, could see <laughs> I mean, it. like, there was a couple pictures I was like, people would say, not all the time. But I was like, huh, interesting. I guess we had a similar 
vibe. I, I could, don't know. I nose, could like see it in the cheeks the and the nose. Yeah. yeah I think the it was profile. more the profile. Obviously he's white. I'm not, but, uh, you know, I think I'm a better dancer than him, but you know, now he's like bald. Like he can't, he I can attest. Hair. Mark's a great dancer. I was at his wedding. We have videos to prove it. And apparently well, in one of the videos, I'm down on the floor. Like, <laughs> Oh dude, there's people down on the floor. I almost posted it like two weeks ago. Those pictures, those, uh, let's not talk about those pictures. Mark and I were talking about the pictures and he was like, yeah, you're there in the corner. <laughs> yeah. But <laughs> no, I'm doing my smokers cough now. Um, I don't even smoke. Sorry. Don't smoke. No smoking here. Um, <laughs> insurance people you're listening i don't smoke um the what's it called but also at the at the nightclub i was dancing there too yeah you were we were yeah. all dancing at the nightclub that nightclub was actually super dope minus that photo taking guy yeah. yeah there was like a little too many drugs but other than that it was dude there okay. were like people wilding out everywhere they were doing special k and shit like it was it was crazy oh you yeah. saw it? oh wait yeah we saw that yeah girl remember doing the girl it. and then we saw that guy trying to give it to her and we almost interjected to like yeah take care of her yeah I oh, told do you guys, remember that girl get her out of here that was crazy do you remember that girl that was standing next to me that i was just like mark do you see this girl and she's just sitting there staring directly at me she's like this yeah far away i was like mark do you see this girl and she's yeah <laughs> It's crazy. People man. weird in nightclubs. Next time we'll get Mandrew there with us. We'll rush <laughs> the stage. Thankfully, they had a big enough area out by that bar, so we didn't have to go by the stage. So yeah. Amy we were like really behind do... these red ropes. Yeah, it was great. It was great. Yeah, it that was out. so much fun. Last time I took her to a club, it was bad. Like, well, not the last time, but in Huntington, at least we we went to a club there, and it was so packed, like. You could you like walk like this and you're you're just constantly people are touching you the whole way. Like it should have been a fire hazard. I don't even know why they were open. And so like we we finally get to the bar, I get some drinks, and she had like she said like five or ten guys that already touched her butt at some capacity. And she's like, I'm done. She threw her drink down, she started walking. I'm like, wait a second. <laughs> I just I haven't even finished my bourbon yet. <laughs> I finished Dude, my Amy's drink. such a badass. Amy's such a badass. Yeah. And so then I was like, all right, how about this one? We found another club that was like upstairs. So we go to that one and I was like, look, the dance floor is a little bit more open. You know, we could get in there. Cause I get in these modes where I want to dance. Like it's a stress reliever for me. And um, you know, especially if they're playing like some like old school hip hop or some shit, I want, I want to get in there. I just don't wear track suits. And um, my daughter would kill me if I did that. Um, but you know, so I, I want to, I want to dance and stuff. So she goes with me and we're in there for like 10 minutes. And he's and this group of girls, you know, like, the, nah. the wolf pack, the wolf pack was there, you know, like there's like five or six of them and they're all like tight, like don't touch us, you know? And they're just like, you know, they're throwing it down. Booties are going everywhere. They're like, and they like backed her into a corner of the DJ booth. And she was like, ah! <laughs> so she's like, I'm out. Oh, man. <laughs> she walked outside. Like, Where'd she go? Straight left. Oh, yeah, she's man. Left. That's so I'm wild. Like, I'm just like dancing and stuff. And I'm just like watching. That's the thing I like about clubs, though, is, like, I like watching people and how stupid they look. And what's it's funnier, too, is because, like, these young kids, like, they don't know how to fucking drink alcohol. And they just get so toasted, they say the dumbest shit to you. And it's like, dude, you're ridiculous right now. You yeah, just need to stop. Mm-hmm. Uh, man, it's, yeah. yeah. That was There's the been best. a couple, though, where we're like, these, this is too college age. It's too young for us. Like, we're, we're, it's hard for us to, like, find something that's, like, closer to our age. Like, at least 35 plus. 
There's very few of those these days. Bro, that nightclub we went to, that was like average 23 for sure. Yeah, it was pretty Mark also sent me this feel, But it didn't feel that way, I think, because of the music. So it was like, you know, because it was mostly like... Uh, it was like it was like an upscale design. Yeah, yeah. It was like Progressive House. It wasn't like a college yeah. bar. Because like here, yeah. we go to Tempe and there's like, it's all college bars. It's like literally kids with like fake IDs. You're like, yeah. uh, this. I feel like I'm somebody's parent here. Like this is too much. Bro, Mark sends me the link to this show. <laughs> what was it, like three hours before? Yeah. He sends, he sends the link and he's like, you want to go to a nightclub? <laughs> he sends the link and I look at it. Dude, I didn't even I didn't even turn to the woman that was with me and ask her. I turned to her after I bought them. I was like, I bought us tickets to this concert. And she was like, What? Because we had we were out the night before. And so when I drove us down, she was sleeping the entire way. And when she woke up, she was like, Where are we? And I was like, We're in Newport. She was like, What? I went to sleep when we were in San Diego and I was like, Yeah, we have a whole night ahead of us. We're going to dinner then I don't know what we're doing. And then I turned to her as she's sleeping in the bed and I was like, Hey, I bought us tickets to go to a nightclub. We're going. And she was like, what, why would you do that? And I was like, because I'm here for a good time. I'm here for a good time. Not a long time. Yeah. Well, we went, yeah. dude. Well, it was because first of all, we thought it was just going to be just like a regular club. And I looked it up. Cause you said, Hey, this one's probably good. And it turns out they had this guest DJ and it was like $55 a ticket. So I was like, hey, is this like, because if I'm going to pay 100 bucks to go in, like, it better be good. And he's like, yeah, let's just do it. And I'm like, all right, fine. And we were so out of place. My wife is yeah. not the club going type normally. And she wasn't ready for this. So she legit was in that place wearing a fucking cardigan. She's <laughs> looking like someone's mom right now. <laughs> wait, wait. Do you remember the photo I made you take with us? I made all of them get in the photo booth all at the same time, yeah. Andrew, with me <laughs> and take a photo. Do we have it? Do you have <laughs> Oh, shit. Oh, <laughs> you can't tell oh, me. That. <laughs> Blur that out. Put an EM over it. I can't. I can't. Tell Archie. Can do that. Archie. Tell Archie too. Archie, Archie yeah. save us. Oh man, yeah. I made like all of them get dot for everything. I made everyone get in the photo booth. It was like one fell swoop, one second thought. I was like, guys, let's get in the photo booth. And I just ran into there. Mark and Amy are like crammed behind us. I'm the only one in the front. And I'm like, it was great. You guys good missed times. a good time. Well, guys, was this great. was great. I gotta. I got to end this. Thanks for joining us on the Bourbon Moment. This is your host, M. Sizzle. I've got Mandrew and I got J-Dub. And we are out. We'll see you next week. Hey, thanks again for joining us on this episode of Empowered AF 2.0. If you're new here, thanks for checking out this episode. And I encourage you to take a visit back to the first episodes in this podcast. Look, we have over 50 episodes on the foundations of how to be an empowered man. I'm talking about in your relationship with your wife, your kids, your work, your boss, whoever and whomever. And I highly suggest you take some time to listen and gain some insight and knowledge from those episodes. And hey, if you want to connect with me deeper, be sure to check out the Empowered Man group. That's empoweredman.co slash group 
empoweredman.co slash group for latest information and to join our group of other men who are wanting to be empowered just like you. Until then, this is Mark signing off, Empowered AF 2.0.